I am Plant on the Line in Vancouver, British Columbia at thecommentary.ca. Rainbow Robert joins me again, the Artistic Director of the TD Vancouver International Jazz Festival previews this year's offering. It's a modified program streaming the 25th of June through to the 4th of July. Check out the program calendar at coastaljazz.ca and check back regularly because details could change and perhaps in a good way. For example, some of the local venues may, in a few weeks, allow for some limited in-person attendance. The festival, like most everybody else, will be guided by the uh, provincial health officer's uh, instructions. But for the moment, the streaming offerings are rather good. Local mainstays like Brad Turner, Dee Daniels, Don Pemberton, Crystal Santos, uh, Corey Weeds, and Jill Barber, among others, will be featured in performance. There were also streams from uh, venues in New York, Chicago, Philadelphia, Amsterdam, and Paris. There are uh, ticketed events, but a, a lot of free ones as well, like Kuya Quartet, June 28th at Performance Works. The website, again, is at coastaljazz.ca. Please welcome back to the Plant Online program, Rainbow Robert. Ms. Robert, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. So we were just chatting um, before we started about how uh, we talked uh, two years ago, and uh, the success of, of that festival in 2019 was, was, was quite good, wasn't it? It was an outstanding success. It yeah. was one of the most successful editions that we've had in the history of the festival. And so these things, you know, build year to year, but unfortunately 2020 had other plans. It did. <laughs> so so we're, we're, you're all trying to rebuild this year. What, what, what has that been like um, uh, in terms of planning for, for something? I mean, because uh, you, you, don't, you don't plan a month before. You, these things take time. So uh, how, do, how, how was it planning during a pandemic, say? Well, it was definitely um, a, a different process than we're uh, used to undertaking. So, you know, uh, we, the team at Coastal Jazz, have been doing this work for a long time, and uh, we certainly had to look at the task of programming the festival through new eyes, fresh eyes, um, and we did um, end up having a lot of health and safety considerations that we did need to keep at the forefront of all of our planning processes. Yeah. Um, so we are now at this point, uh, we have launched all the information for the 2021 edition of the TD Vancouver International Jazz Festival. It's going to take place June 25 to July 4th this year, uh-huh. and it's going to look really quite different than it normally does. Yeah. So so the, I was just amazed seeing the calendar. Uh, over 100 virtual events, and not just from here in Vancouver, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So um, the first step was to figure out how we could do this safely in a way that truly serves the community and connects the exceptional uh, local artist community with the audiences, who at this point I think are really thirsty for some music. Um, So the live portion of our program, which takes place at venues throughout Vancouver that will be streamed out into people's homes, um, is comprised of 100% Vancouver-based uh, bands. And it's really um, an incredibly rich and diverse scene that we have to draw from here. So we, we felt very fortunate to have so many options for programming um, just based out of the local scene. But we are, of course, an international jazz festival. Mm-hmm. So uh, another piece of the puzzle was to figure out how do we inter- uh, underscore the international component of what we do um, safely. So what we ended up doing was we reached out to uh, colleagues that uh, undertake similar work Mm -hmm. in uh, some key cities in the U.S., for starters, including New York, 
Chicago and Philadelphia. Yeah. And uh, we partnered up with uh, different organizations who present some similar work to the work that we um, are passionate about. And what we ended up doing was uh, collaborating on the production of concerts that will be, uh, you know, uh, performed live in each of those respective cities. And then we um, are fortunate enough to be able to share those performances with Vancouver audiences. Yeah. So, so I mean, there are... There are uh, tickets to events that, that people can buy, and then uh, obviously there are also uh, uh, free events, which is, which is uh, again, I was looking through the list there, just r- remarkable um, acts, local acts and, and, and the sort, um, that one can see for free, right? And, and that's, always, that's always been something that the festival has done, and make sure that... Um, you uh, that it's accessible to, to a lot of people, right? Yes, we never want the cost of admission to be a barrier, and yeah. we even did um, uh, strike the balance uh, for this very different year in a very similar way. Our our festival is about fifty percent ticketed and fifty percent free um, in broad terms. Yeah. And even portions of the international program were free. So um, I was talking a little bit about how we put up, uh, put together the programs that are coming to us from New York, Chicago, and Philadelphia. Uh-huh. But we did also, uh, and those are all ticketed performances, but we did also put together two major international series that are free to the public. That would include a spotlight on music from the Netherlands, so a Dutch spotlight. Uh-huh. We have a long-standing history presenting artists from the Netherlands. So on Saturday, June 26th, we are going to be streaming a suite of three trio concerts, free to the public, coming out of uh, Amsterdam's premier jazz club and really one of the uh, most notable jazz clubs in the world, the Bim House. So that's something that's going to be available uh, without a price for yeah. admission. And we're doing something similar on Saturday, July 3rd. Um, mm-hmm. That's going to be our Live from Paris series, which is uh, really the intersection between some of the bands that we feel are most exciting from France and Italy. So that will be featuring three bands that are all uh, comprised of uh, people from France and Italy. And we have mirrored that same um methodology with our local program Uh so uh, to your point uh, we do have full streaming packages available for our performance works Pyatt Hall, Ironworks and Frankie series Uh Um, and uh, we've been getting some great response on that we um, have 39 different concerts that you can attend if you buy one of our streaming packages but we do also have daily performances, people can begin to watch music for free every day um, starting at noon we have um, concerts coming to us live from Ocean Artworks on Granville Island. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a second concert there every day at 1.30 p.m. And then we move on to our afternoon our afternoon performance at Performance Works. So even just on Granville Island, there yeah. are three performances streamed free to the public every day. Um, for the avant-garde series, we are also streaming out of the West, uh, or sorry, out of the Ironworks, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll be presenting a concert free to the public every day at 4:30 from the Ironworks, and then the ticketed concert uh, later on that evening is the um, what's regular our nighttime program. Yeah. Um, by the way, I um, uh, was on the the calendar, and then so I, I looked at. My, one act that I was particularly interested in um, that'll be at Performance Works. It's one of the free performances, and and so I clicked it just to see what time it was, or, or and it took me straight to YouTube, where yeah. it tells me that it's uh, X amount of days away, 
and the time. And so th- th- that's one of the ways it will be streaming. Now, if you, if you, you get a ticketed event, uh, if you, you, you pay the money to go see uh, a concert, say, in the evening, is it through YouTube as well that you'll be able to see it, or do you need any other yes, equipment? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It is. So see. everything that we're doing is going to be live on the Coastal Jazz YouTube uh, channel. I see. Um, so whether or not you are enjoying the free portions of the festival or if you have purchased a full festival pass, we're also selling uh, venue passes. So, for example, if you want to see everything at Pyatt Hall, yeah. you can purchase a pass for that or everything at Performance Works. But then, you know, if people know that they just want to pick and choose and kind of go a la carte, there are single tickets also available for each of those ticketed performances. And it's great because if, if you're if you're out and about on your phone, and our, our phones are pretty good now. They um, are. That, uh, you know, you can have these things in your ears as you're, as you're listening, watching, and sort. Or if you're at home and you can put the YouTube on your TV. Um, it's, it's such a and we're all we're all hip now to, to how to stream things yeah. um, that uh, it, it just it's just going to be great um, in terms of um, because health regulations in British Columbia they're, they're ch- changing and I'm assuming by uh, the 25th of June they could change again um, you do have an eye to perhaps some attendance I guess if if, if, if the um, if the health authority allows it right well, the chances at this point are looking slimmer by the moment. We will know yeah. more um, after the announcement happens this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the moment, it appears that our uh, Frankie's Jazz Club series will likely have a modest um, in-person attendance because it is, in fact, a restaurant. Right. So if, in fact, as we expect, uh, restaurants will be reopening for indoor dining uh, later on this afternoon, that will be our one series where we will have um, a an audience in place. Um, But one of the other things that we've done um, for all of the virtual concerts is uh, we've made them available for a number of days for people to watch. So the way that it works is basically the concert begins um, at the time that you see it listed in the program guide. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But uh, from the moment that a concert begins, it actually streams all the way through July 6th so that people will just have a larger and larger uh, selection of concerts to choose from that are available online as the festival ramps up. And even once the festival is over on July 4th, people will still have a couple of days to um, listen to anything that they haven't checked out yet. Yeah, that one concert at Performance Works that I want to see is 2.30 in the afternoon, and I, I don't know what I'm doing that day, but I might be busy. So exactly. I'll, be, I'll be able to check it out when when uh, I'm free, I guess, right? You've got it. I'm just yeah. out of curiosity. What's the concert that uh, has piqued your interest? It's uh, June 28th at Performance Works. It's uh, Kuya Quintet. Yes. And yes. Uh, I'm uh, my parents are Filipino, so I that uh, struck me as I was reading the calendar. Um, it is a group of. Um, uh, I guess quintet means four. Yeah. <laughs> four people, four musicians, and and they're. they're uh, uh, I guess most, if not all, are, are Filipino, and, and they have, uh, I guess, fresh takes on classics as well as Filipino composers. Um, and so I, I can't uh, wait to see that and w- wait to hear what that sounds like. Brilliant. He's a beautiful piano player, too, the leader of the band, uh, Mr. Noriega. He's yeah. really great. And, uh, you know, we even have a long history with his family. I actually found out about his piano playing through his dad, who was uh, based in the U.S., who came and helped us distribute program guides and posters maybe 20 years ago. Really? And he said, you know, my son is an exceptional piano player. And then <laughs> I was fortunate enough years later to hear his playing and to be super impressed by it. 
And um, it's so cool. He's actually also the partner of another brilliant local piano player, Jillian Liebeck. And they have a beautiful little daughter. And, uh, yeah, they're two of the, you know, they're a couple uh, that uh, each of whom is uh, incredibly talented on the piano. Yeah. So the, the thing of over the, uh, the last year or so that we've all been thinking about are our performers, and, and uh, especially our local performers, because it, it's been a tough year. Uh, for people in entertainment uh, and and musicians and, and people in show business in general, and I was looking at the list here and and um, uh, of of the local artists that we've we've obviously been listening to and seeing over the the, the past number of years, and and uh, they'll be making perform appearances at at the festival. Dee Daniels, Brad Turner, Don Pemberton, uh, Crystal DeSantis, and Corey Weed. So um, this will be a great chance for for a lot of us in town to. Um, a visit with um, some of our favorites, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, just because we had uh, limitations in place, you know, with the health and safety orders, um, didn't mean that we couldn't move forward with something really ambitious and something that um, really um, puts our focus where our values are, which is to support the local arts yeah. community and the cultural workforce. And, you know, we're going to have full venues with full... Uh, management in place and a, a state-of-the-art production and everything. So it's going to be, a, you know, even though there won't be people uh, audience-wise in, in the venues necessarily, um, it's really a, a great thing and a, a beautiful, powerful thing, I think, for so many artists to be um, having a chance to get together and play the beautiful music uh, that they haven't had a chance to play and for us to be able to share that with people. Now, the workshops, they'll be part of the festival this year as well? Absolutely, yes. As always, we do have uh, workshops that are presented free to the public. This year they will be taking place out of Tom Lee Music. Mm. And um, we also have an academic symposium that will be taking place at the Western Front that involves uh, local speakers um, as well as uh, interna uh, international clinicians such as Say Victor and Darius Jones. Yeah, that's a, that's a fun part about a music festival, clinics and... and um... Uh, getting to know a little bit more about um, how to do this, even even if you don't play an instrument, I, I, I can tell how valuable it is to, to musicians themselves. But but uh, for, for for those of us who are fans, um, it can be quite fascinating too. Absolutely, just to hear about uh, you know uh, people's process, how they compose, what they're interested in. I mean, yeah. just hearing you know from one of your favorite artists what are the artists that they like to listen to in order to get inspired it kind of continues to unfold for us kind of the the, the massive set of influences that we can all further tap into through the musicians that inspire us the most so the key here is to to for for people listening to to continuously visit the coastal jazz website because there could be all sorts of changes between now and the 25th of june and, uh, definitely stay tuned. Yeah. I mean, the program is in place, and we will definitely be streaming everything uh, that we have uh, had planned. Um, but obviously, due to health and safety yeah. orders changing minute to minute, do stay tuned. And um, we're just looking forward to uh, sharing a massive offering of uh, music with the community. Indeed. Um, programming a festival, I guess I probably asked you this before, um, it's, it's not something that you obviously do just before. It's a year-long thing. Are you looking ahead to 2022 at all? 
Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, really, uh, so many of the bands, we did have a full program confirmed and in place for 2020 mm. um, when we did have to cancel outright. And it's a massive festival, so we certainly um, are speaking to, uh, have been speaking to a lot of the artists that uh, were promised to come to Vancouver, uh, even back then in June of 2020. So we're doing our best to uh, reinvigorate some of those tours while looking at some of the other new developments in the international music scene and the local music scene. So it'll be a, uh, a mix, certainly, of considering some of the, the people we were most inspired by that were planned to come in 2020 and everything that's happened in between. Do you think, um, uh, uh, Rainbow, that uh, uh, because a lot of us are dying to get back into a concert hall, a venue, a club, um, do you think that streaming is is uh, will be a part of, uh, of not just the the the, the TD Vancouver International Jazz Festival, but but other cultural events in the, in the city? Uh, my sense is that it will be. You know, um, as uh, presenters of live music, so many organizations throughout Vancouver have really, out of necessity, had to develop this new skill set of. Um, presenting online and although certainly in the case of coastal jazz it's our great hope to go back to uh what we truly specialize in which mm-hmm. is bringing massive groups of people together um to enjoy music and to celebrate um certainly having that ability to stream things and that new skill set as part of our toolkit is something that, that we can expect to be using in the future, even if it's just something that's added value to uh, the live concert presentations that we undertake. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can also see it at work in a way where, you know, if I enjoyed a concert a great deal uh, in person, I may want to see it again or hear it again. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And we are looking at things that way as well. So I think it gives us uh, some new options and, uh, you know, new ways to connect people with music. Because not everybody, even in normal times, can get out to see it. So Absolutely. I think now um, we do have some different methodologies that we can use to um, to better disseminate music and to uplift even more people through the music than we uh, had been able to do in person in the past. I've had great admiration for the work that you've done personally um, uh, with 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 the festival year after year. Um, uh, but um, especially now, as, as as you've had to adapt, it's it's just remarkable to hear everything you've got planned, and uh, you're doing fabulous work. Break a leg, as they say. Thank you so much, Joe. I really appreciate it, and I'm really glad that you've got stuff that you're excited about. I can't Feel wait free to get in touch if you ever want more recommendations. Indeed. The uh, TD Vancouver International Jazz Festival, uh, its program starts June 25th through the 4th of July. Visit coastaljazz.ca. Its artistic director, Rainbow Robert, joined me on the line from here in Vancouver. I'm Joseph Plantev.